Welcome to the first episode of 2024 of the Feminine Power Podcast. My name is Maria, I'm your host and the founder of Feel, a global community and a platform for women to explore their sensuality and embody their feminine power and sexual energy. Together with teachers from all over the world, we create audio guided practices, we create in-person events, workshops, educational content, and we create resources and tools you can use every day in your life to tap into your inner power, your life force, your creative energy, your sexual energy, and create the life you desire. In this very special episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my personal journey and I'm going to be telling you how embodiment and daily embodied practices have completely transformed all areas of my life. Love, relationships, sex, career, money, everything down to public speaking, how I approach social media how I learn about my own feelings, how I approach friendships, how I approach toxic relationships, how I face fears, how I face rejection, how I deal with my daily life and how I view my own body, and also how embodiment has helped me completely transform my body. I no longer diet, I no longer do crazy workouts or stress about the way I look I truly love my body so so much and also I'm noticing how it takes the shape I've always dreamed about sometimes quite often I come to a mirror and I'm like wow this is the body I've always wanted and I love it so much look at this hot goddess <laughs> through embodiment I've learned to love myself and be so confident and that has reflected in the way I look it had it has given me the shape I've always wanted. I'm going to deep dive into how I've used embodiment practices to transform my life. Down to some details, I'll tell you some personal stories, so stay tuned. If you would like to experience the power of embodiment yourself, join the 28-day challenge that starts on the 18th of January, the first full moon of the year, which is actually next week. And in that challenge, I'll be guiding you every single day for just 5 to 15 minutes a day on your own time so that you can learn the embodiment practices and truly start embody your inner power and see how the world outside of you changes. So what embodiment actually is about? <laughs> Let me tell you first. Embodiment means becoming intimate and truly connected to your body. Embody your feelings, your emotions, your energy, as opposed to being in your head and working on your problems and solutions and um, tasks, just using your mind. So embodiment practices involve your body and your emotional body and your energy. If you compare it to mindfulness and meditation, seated meditation, where you are invited to sit down, relax, tuning into your inner world, 
using relaxation techniques for your mind and working on making your mind becoming empty. In embodiment practices, you involve your body. So you are invited to move and get connected to your emotions and eventually release stress, release stuck emotions, stagnant energy, and invite and find and discover and connect to feelings of pleasure, ecstasy, confidence, power, physically and emotionally within your own body. And it can be really powerful, especially for us women, to connect to the body in that way and work with our emotions because that way we can almost physically feel the changes. And then those changes become really visible on the outside. We become more vibrant, more magnetic, more sensual, more beautiful, more relaxed, more alive, more attractive. Because we work on our body, the vessel, that container in which we live in on a daily basis. And these practices eventually also make us healthier. Of course, meditation help, makes us healthier as well because it helps us in some way to release stress and, and gain clarity. Whereas embodiment supports our health as it is efficiently releasing. It releases the stress from your cells and from your muscle tissues, allowing you to increase sense of intuition, sense of connectedness, and allowing you and inviting you to make better decisions because you'll get so connected to your intuition and so alive and you will feel what you need for real without relying on external information. You will always feel what you need and therefore you'll be able to make better decisions. How and when you need to exercise, what you need to eat, what's good for you, what's not so good for you. Even in diet, you will notice that you want to eat healthier because you became so connected to your body. You will make better decisions in your career because your intuition will increase so much. And so much more change is going to happen because you will become so connected to your body. So embodiment is about being present in your body, feeling all the feelings, including the negative feelings, in your body and becoming alive as a result intuitive alive powerful connected so here is what happened to me as i started my embodiment journey and i started practicing embodiment on a daily basis and by the way I, i'm not talking about like an hour-long rituals and practices i talk about smooth integration of embodiment into my life like even a few seconds of release after i've experienced a stressful situation or 10-15 minutes of sensual embodiment to feel sexy before a date tiny little integrations they make a real change so i've been doing yoga since a very young age and yoga is an amazing embodiment practice if you approach it really mindfully and connect in a connected way, really accepting yourself for who you are. 
So I've been doing yoga since early age and I've, I've had really good teachers. I've had teachers who encouraged me to tune in into my body and to listen to my body instead of trying to perform perfectly like they do or pictures of models do. And that's amazing and I've got that encouragement from my young age. And then I've uh, been practicing embodied yoga quite for quite some time because my teacher, one of my teachers, has been into embodiment um, for all of her life, also being a dancer. So I came across this term a little earlier before it became quite popular on social media. And embodied yoga it's not a, it's not like a section of yoga don't don't get me wrong it's not like a type of yoga it's just meaning it just means instead of trying to be performative and on time and like rush and try to be like one two three or breathe in breathe out have like a pace that's instructed by someone else you really just tune in into your body and you follow and of course you aim for that shape that that is required but you also flow into that shape using your own emotion in your body and if you want to learn more about it you can listen to another episode of this podcast with emma which is episode 10 an amazing teacher of, of yoga of kundalini of tantra and she taught me a lot about embodiment so this is how I've been practicing without really knowing what embodiment is. I've been practicing that through yoga. I've also been doing a lot of dance. My whole life I've been dancing. Um, I've been doing couple dance, so partner exercises, which is incredible for developing polarity and uh, dance on my own. And the reason I'm telling you that is because through dance, I've also really learned to embody my sexual energy and to express it. So, and the other reason I'm telling you that is because you shall know that I've already been quite prepared uh, to get deeper. And this is the foundation. If you have uh, your own um, physical exercise routine, it will be easier for you to really relax and surrender into what embodiment can teach you. Even if you don't, then you, it it means you have to learn a little longer and you'll need to get a bit more knowledge and practice but still you'll be able to get into your own embodiment practice quite uh, smoothly so having that foundation of being a dancer and a yogi and of course having my whole personal journey around developing my um, self-worth and confidence and working on my sexuality especially after experiencing sexual trauma at a young age and still being a young woman with that the limited experience uh, that I have, I uh, dig deeper first into theory. So I've been learning a lot about the body and trauma and um, emotional work within the body. And while working and researching um, female sexuality, I have developed an understanding that the, f the focus area in which I would like to become a specialist and an expert is feminine energy and how can we use our body to relax and surrender into the feminine especially when you are building businesses having a busy career like i did having been an entrepreneur and immigrant in london since 2021 20, i started my first business 
So I've been become completely interested in that feminine side and feminine embodiment. And that's why I found my first uh, certification specifically in embodiment, in feminine embodiment. And I've become a certified embodiment teacher by Michaela Boehm, who is an incredible specialist teacher whom you might have seen of on Love, Sex and Goop documentary if, if you watched it on Netflix. But also you might have read her book, which is A Wild Woman's Way. It's an incredible introductory book. It's a book that everyone can understand and read. It's a very easy book to learn those basics of feminine energy and embodiment and reconnecting to the wild nature of a woman. So I've learned from her. I've got a training and I became a teacher. And uh, as I became a teacher, of course, that required me to study a lot and practice a lot of embodiment. I started noticing how that in tiny little ways has started to change my life. The way I approach relationships, uh, the way I approach conversations, the way I approach my daily routine and how I make decisions. And now I'm going to tell you area by area how it changed my life. Now looking back at what happened over time. So I'm talking about two years of change, especially last year, 2023. And we are going to start with my body first, how my body changed. Embodiment helped me achieve, achieve isn't the right word really, it helped me receive the body I always dreamed about. So growing up, I've been, I've been growing up in early 2000s. So it was before body positivity, <laughs> like no, that's not so long ago. Uh, it, it was when we've only been fed those perfect model body images. And I mean, I've been playing with those like perfect, what is perfect, like those skinny Barbies always growing up as well. And my family had a crazy completely unhealthy diet culture i mean my my mom is still dieting and i'm now teaching her embodiment and intuition it does work for her way better so my parents dieted they had a diet all the time they were always trying to lose weight and then i jumped onto that wagon and from the age of 13 i've been dieting Sometimes there were moments and weeks where uh, when I would eat just green apples and kefir for like a week. And then I would lose weight and I would gain weight and I would lose weight and I would gain weight. And then would completely fuck with my uh, menstrual cycle. I would have crazy delays on my menstruation. And um, I mean, my I understand now why my entire body was not understanding that it was safe. It was feeling all the time that there is danger, there is luck, there is restriction. And also there was no self-love. So my body wasn't feeling loved. And of course, it couldn't be as relaxed, beautiful and healthy as I wanted it to be. So long story short, my whole life I've been fighting against my own body and trying to push it to be a certain way, just like many of us. And I've been 
I've tried hit workouts. I've been doing personal training. I've been doing powerlifting. I was a personal trainer. And when I moved to London, of course, personal trainer became way more expensive. I've been a gym girl. I've been a yoga girl. I've been a runner in Hyde Park. I've done all sorts of things with my body. I tried keto diet. I tried vegetarian, veganism, all sorts of things. But in the last year, something has really shifted. I started looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, wow, this is, I'm so hot. <laughs> this is amazing body. Look at that skin. Look at that body shape. Look at that sweet butt. <laughs> you know, I've started like being, I started that being that person who gives herself compliments. I started feeling so healthy, so energized, and I see myself differently. Of course, my sense of self-love and confidence has increased immensely when I connected deeply to my inner power and understood how divine a human body can be. But also, just comparing pictures and remembering what it was like before, and I've never been fat or anything. I just wasn't not satisfied with my body. Simply looking at the pictures and comparing, yes, I've lost quite a bit of weight and I've uh, made my body somehow way more toned and even my face changed. Like, thought I needed the Botox, but not anymore. So something changed. And what... <sighs> what it is now looking back and having the knowledge and understanding I definitely know it is all about me finally connecting to my body loving it and that's what happened through my embodiment practice over the last year I've been practicing connection and embodiment but I didn't diet in fact, I started allowing myself to have a little dessert here and there when I want to. And I've been mostly craving healthy food. And I've never felt like binge eating or anything like that because I love my body so much. I wanted to have the best nutrients, healthy, nutritious food. It became natural to me. And sometimes here and there I get a croissant or a cheesecake and that's fine because I feel the pleasure and I don't guilt trip myself after. And I've also started doing only exercises that I love and that I have fun with. Lots of dance, lots of yoga, lots of stretching, walking, swimming, all things I love. I do and I practice and I exercise and I go to a class when it gives me pleasure. Pleasure became my compass, and that has given me the body I've always wanted. My daily embodiment practice sometimes would be like my exercise, but also in every single exercise or class or anything physical, I would always tune in into my body. I would always integrate embodiment, and that's what really keeps supporting me on a daily basis. Next, let's talk about love, sex, and relationships. Again, I'd like to provide you with some foundational information. 
not everyone is the same. So I want to tell you the place from which I've started and to show you what embodiment then had changed for me. I haven't been massively struggling with confidence with men ever. Just thanks to my dad, I guess, who've always been really supportive of me. And so that's important to know. I have had a foundational level of confidence in myself. And also, I have had quite an interesting, adventurous dating life. Coming to London and being quite confident and knowing my boundaries and... um, being in circles I am, I've had very, very different and very interesting, fulfilling relationships. Of course, I also have a history of sexual trauma when I was a child. So that has given me a foundation before embodiment of having difficulties with communication, especially sexual communication, and has given me kind of like embody it mistrust to men meaning that maybe with my mind I do but with my body I didn't so that didn't allow me to experience the fullness of pleasure and also that has given me a sense of trading sex for something for love for safety so it was it was kind of like a feeling of exchange because of that trauma now knowing and analyzing and healing from that I understand what it was so that's where where I generally was before practicing embodiment. I haven't I had lovers, I had serious relationships, I had different things. And I had an, an unfortunate dates. So the experience has been very very diverse. Your journey with embodiment will really depend on where you currently are and your story and your background but the beauty of embodiment practice and its effects on your overall life is that it in any case is going to transform it for the better because the way it works is that it changes how you feel how you deal with emotions how you face stress and fear and how you react to it how you alchemize it and how you then be be and become present in your life how you face certain situations and how the world sees you and how you see yourself and that is why it's going to be changing the way you approach relationships and that's what happened to me through embodiment I found that ultimate sense of self-love that helped me to realize my self-worth which then allowed me to not take any bullshit and not like with my mind when I'm like oh I should not be taking any bullshit from men no with my whole body anytime my date was not right didn't feel right wasn't respectful enough wasn't treating me as a queen from the very beginning I could be like that's not for me and not like not that I would withdraw I would make it clear with my energy, with my behavior, sometimes with my words, that this is not how I want to be treated. And surprise, surprise, men really respected that. 
either the reaction would be, oh, I'm so sorry, and I clearly understand, and indeed, I cannot give you the treatment you deserve, so let's separate. Or it would be like, thank you so much for showing me. Of course, I'll take that extra step. Never was a reaction of like, oh, what? Sorry, what are you talking about? Always there would be a resolution because I would come to from a from a space of divine goddess. They would feel it. They would just feel the goddess and the queen because of how I embodied that. And I would receive that treatment. Of course, I was making better choices with my dates. I would really trust my intuition. And I would somehow attract even hotter and more amazing men. And... I would also, talking about not taking bullshit, one of the examples is that I have gotten into a very, very passionate, incredibly hot relationship, something I wanted to attract at that time of my life. I still remember uh, on on that day when I met him, during the day I was telling to my best friend, oh my God, I'm so tired of this soft man and like them being scared or being afraid to approach or being like the softies I want a hot masculine alpha man and I want to have that hot kind of interaction and that's exactly what I got that same evening and he was so passionate we met dancing and I felt I felt so much connection and him as well and we got into this two three months super hot relationship seeing each other every day lots of sex lots of pleasure like fantasies of incredible future together all of that stuff so what happened (laughs) one day the dude consent uh, confessed that he forgot to tell me has three months old baby by the time by the time we were dating three months so old me before embodying my self-worth embodying my power would try to deal with that situation and would try to understand him and would maybe still stay and maybe agree to the fact oh I'm so sorry of course maybe we can figure that out but the new me quickly understood that someone who lies And someone who doesn't prioritize a newborn baby and the necessary care they need to give regardless of the relationship with the other women. The necessary care and time they must give for that precious time of the first days and months of having a child is just not the person I want to be with regardless of anything else and that's not what I deserve and it's not what I want to be a part of and also the old me maybe would have withdrew from a relationship without having a confrontation or conversation but the new me embodied that feeling faced it, alchemized it suffered through it really suffered through it and told that man the words that were truly coming up from me and really confronted him and then left him with pure heart. So the embodiment not only helped me do that, 
and that sense of self-worth I found not just through my mind but through my body but also helped me to heal from that breakup very smoothly I faced the pain I embodied the pain I worked through that pain through my body I released it through my tissues I allowed myself to have the rage and have the sadness and let it go and I created a clear space within me and I experienced lots of self, self-love self again, which I found again through more embodiment work. And I became stronger and clearer. And this is just one example of my dating life and relationships that where I used embodiment to heal and to be true to myself and to be a queen and a goddess that I wanted to be, in any case, without compromise. And then after some time, I've... Um, I've met my current man, whom I've been with for almost a year. And in that relationship, I've been learning a lot of new communication skills, a lot of new ways to deal with my own insecurities, a lot of new ways of making my partner feel safe. And that's something really new that I've been learning after becoming an embodiment teacher and what I've realized and what I realized lots of women and lots of us don't understand is that men actually also need safety they also want to feel like they want to come back they can come back to someone and there will be someone there for them who will make them emotionally safe just like us they need that emotional safety and because I haven't realized that before I am now constantly learning how can I become a safe space and how can I embody that woman who can provide safety. So in this new relationship, I've been been using embodiment and embodiment practice to grow in a relationship, to grow through the arguments we're facing, to grow out of my abandonment issues, which... I'm probably dealing with the most. So those feelings when like, oh, I want to feel sexy and I want to have a date today with my partner. Usually the old me would be like, oh, I'm going to wait for him to initiate. I'm going to wait for him to be nice to me. But the new me knows that it's not how it's going, how it usually works. And it's not worth it to accumulate so much frustration and then create more frustration and then therefore not get what I want. I would embody the feeling I want to attract from my partner. So I would, okay, if I want to have sexy times, I'm going to embody sexy me. And because humans communicate mostly through body language and energy and only a tiny bit of communication actually happens through words, the other person is going to feel it. And then if I work well enough, and of course if there is a right context and nothing particularly negative or stressful is happening in the in the life of the other person he's going to get there because I'm going to embody and create more of that energy and these are small soft little ways I use every day in my embodiment journey to improve my relationships and improve how I behave in those relationships so what about sex I've been building feel 
a platform for women to learn all about sexuality, pleasure, feminine energy, tantra for the last two years. And in this incredible company, I myself on such an empowering, incredible, eye-opening journey. So, of course, I've been learning so much about the potential of sex and sexuality and how it can be a source of empowerment, of connection, of intimacy, even of higher con- higher states of consciousness, those that we seek usually through drugs. And how sex can be a healing tool, an incredibly powerful healing tool. And that cannot be really put into this podcast. It's a very, it, can, it, it is a year, it is a lifelong journey. But if you want to learn about sexuality itself and its power and how you can develop incredibly beautiful relationship with your sexuality, I invite you to join our free Feel Community chat on Telegram. There you can find lots of audio messages um, by our teachers who are sex therapists, coaches, facilitators, tantra teachers, and all of them I've personally met and verified and they're incredible and amazing. You can learn from them about sexuality and listen to those messages like podcasts and you can reach out to them as well and have a conversation within the community. You can find over 25 different topics ranging from basics down to all sorts of explorations. And I'd really invite you to learn. It's free, it's on Telegram and you can join uh, through our website. But long story short, I'll just mention a few things how embodiment has supported my journey in sexuality. Of course, in the very basic level, look, (laughs) I just connected to my body so much. So I could really feel, now I can feel how pleasure and connectedness and emotions and love can become deeper. It's no longer, sex is no longer for me about basic release basic orgasm even orgasm itself became different it's no longer about this kind of short release like a sneeze like oh okay now i feel better kind of vibe it's about having layers of pleasure sometimes i can have maybe a quick sex okay it's going to be the first layer of pleasure but where i'm aiming for And where I'm dedicating most of my energy towards and what I'm experiencing is about going through the layers of pleasure, allowing pleasure to penetrate my body and take me into a different realm and make me high and last in me that pleasure that I can can create through self-pleasure, through experience with my partner. Of course, I've been learning lots of different techniques and We've been practicing different stuff. There is so much fun you can have once you learn. But through embodiment, I've also learned to communicate my desires. Communicate in a sexy way, in an embodied way, in a way that the other person feels them and feels the change. Honestly, sex life is just a next level. I can never go back to a simple, usual, standard sex or never ever would I do anything they show in mainstream porn it doesn't make any sense 
So I just, it's something that you can only feel really. And if I wanted to tell you all about sex and how embodiment changes that, I would spend probably way longer. But here, for the purposes of this podcast, I want to tell you just in bullet points, embodiment helped me to feel my body. As a result, feel more pleasure, play with that pleasure, learn to go deeper with that pleasure, learn to move pleasure from my genitals up to my body, my heart, my entire being, my energy. I've also learned to communicate with my partner in the way that it's fun. It's not like therapy conversation, but it's fun and playful. And I've learned to tap into my sexual energy anytime I want. Anytime I want to feel that ecstasy and pleasure and creativity, I can access it through my own body. And that takes me to the next area of my life I want to talk about, which is career, creativity, business, creating projects, creation. So creation energy. By learning to embody and connect to my sexual energy, I can now see the results, not in just my sex life and my love life and relationships, but also in my career. And this is truly transformative because suddenly money and career becomes fun and enjoyable. And also just like in sex, where I use pleasure as my compass, I can use pleasure as my compass in business. What that means is that in reality, when you really align yourself with your body, with your goals, with the energy you want to attract in your life, and when you embody that energy, it becomes clear to you what you need to do and what's your next step. And usually you take pleasure in taking that next step. You will start certainly really relying on your intuition and you will feel what's right. And then that right step feels pleasurable. It feels right. It does no longer feel like, oh my God, I have to do that. It feels like, yes, this is what I need to do. So with embodiment, I've really learned to follow my intuition. And I've really seen how it is usually right. And I've been seeing it over and over again. I've been running my own businesses for the last seven years and I've started my first business when I was 21. I've never been a full-time employee before. I only worked part-time as a journalist while studying uh, before the age of 21. So that's how I came here in the in uh, here to London. So I've always had pressure of being my own boss. So I haven't had like parents support or anything. I started my own business here in the UK because I've received sponsorship from a university to be an entrepreneur. And to be an entrepreneur and to support that status, I raised money from professional investors and I started my first business. Of course, I had lots of incredible support from my mentors and my advisors whom I have found myself through networking. Basically, I was a hustler and I did that because I had to. If I didn't do that, I would not have been able to receive such an amazing visa and stay in the country where I wanted to stay. So I've had lots of pressure from a young age. 
had to make my own money, had to maintain visa, visa status, had to raise money, had to learn to be an entrepreneur, learn to manage people, learn to do all those things I had no idea how to do. So I, I had, I was learning and networking and studying and looking for funding and building a tech startup. So all of that was happening to me when I was super young and I had no idea how to do things. And what really helped me back then, now looking back, is because I was really in my flow, trusting my intuition. I was really in my feminine. I was super creative. I allowed to be helped. I was easily and effortlessly receiving support and resources from people, from the universe. It was seamless. So that's the energy I started my businesses with. And uh, two years in, after learning a lot about entrepreneurship and after studying under my male mentors, I've learned the masculine way of running a business and I've embodied that way and it became so stressful for me. I was working hard. I was trying to be taken more serious. I was taking um, all sorts of different courses. I was trying to organize my life, become more productive, doing more, more, more things while trying to also maintain my body and diet and social life and dating. It became too much and I started losing it. I started gaining weight. I started being very stressed, stressed out. I started being hard on myself. And I started being frustrated with, with how slowly I reached my goals. And that reflected on my energy. And that made it harder to manage teams, to inspire people, to raise more money, to be more charismatic in front of camera. All of that became harder. So it became so counterproductive. And eventually, after really seeing the change in me and hearing it from people that I became less less amazing, let's say that, my mentor told me that it, that I should go back to my natural self, to my feminine self. Thanks God, I had a very wise mentor. And that's where my journey of feminine embodiment has started before even realizing it. I started going back to my feminine habits and doing more practice, spiritual practice, meditation. And uh, looking back, I'm grateful for that experience because it gave me that first hand of what can happen to you when you disconnect from your body and your essence and your desires and your intuition. And by now, I've already had that whole journey of learning about embodiment. And looking back, I can tell you what has happened and what has changed in the last, especially last year after I introduced daily embodiment practice in my business. The current business that I'm building is, of course, super feminine and all about embodying yourself. But behind the scenes, I do have to do the usual business stuff. <laughs> Organizing, managing, creating Excel spreadsheets, business plans, talking to investors, all of that stuff I still do. Because Phil is an online business and we want to be really big and there is so much ambition and you want to help so many people. So that requires a lot of commitment and a lot of organization where masculine energy helps. But now I learned how to manage it. I learned how to balance it and I balance it. I no longer constantly am in a fight and flight mode. I know when to switch it on, but I also know that everyday feminine embodiment is essential for me to maintain my basic level of sanity, health, and inspiration and creativity. 
So because I ran a business and I'm building a business with a big ambition where a lot of masculine protection and organization is required, I practice feminine embodiment even more to balance it out. And now I am in a completely different state from my previous business. I feel sensual, feminine, confident. I easily switch into my feminine self when I need to do so. And when I need to tap into my creativity and especially when I leave and when I close my laptop and leave the work mode and need to be with my partner, I switch it up and I relax. Or when I hold events and I, and I hold space for people or when I do my private client sessions, I switch back to my feminine, to my nurturing qualities. That switch I've learned because I practice. I practice feminine embodiment every day so it becomes effortless effortless to switch back and therefore I'm able to stay feminine playful emotional creative while also respecting and integrating masculine qualities into my business I could have not I never could have learned this skill if I only was reading about how to run a business and be a woman at the same time or if I was just practicing mindfulness I tried that before. Okay, it helps to relax and gain clarity, but it doesn't help my body. It doesn't help me to connect to my feminine essence. So through embodiment, my relationship to business and my daily life completely changed. I'm so much happier, so much satisfied. And I feel work to be my source of pleasure. Sometimes, of course, I have hard times, but then... Especially if I'm going through a hard time, I'll practice more embodiment, more release, more sensuality. Because I know that will help me create something better, emit better energy. People around me will see it. My business partner will see it. People on social media will see it. And I will eventually attract better things into my business because my energy is better. It's just counterproductive not to take care of your feminine energy, not to practice embodiment is counterproductive. Relationship with money changed completely as well. Before I was stressing about it and feeling like, oh, this is too much, this is too little. Now I understand money is just energy. And I embody deserving energy for money I know the more money you receive into my business and into my life, the more I have to spend on making more progress towards a better world that we are creating with this company. And the more I can take care of myself and my loved ones and my body, my health and the health around me and my family, eventually fueling this energy towards positive. So I allow myself to receive more money confidently from a completely embodied, relaxed space. And I'm confident that I can do good with that. This is what I wish for everyone out there to understand. There is enough for everyone and we need to embody that feeling of deserving and of having the most positive, greatest intention for the money. And of course, as this is energetic, it's going to come. Because we'll heal that relationship with money, which is really essential to do for all of us who want to have successful, abundant lives. 
And lastly, I want to mention how embodiment has changed my relationship with social media and public speaking. Because that's quite recent. After I've already became a certified embodiment teacher, we had this conversation with my business partner, Patrick. And he confronted me that I wasn't really using the resources that are available, such as social media, to spread the very important message and reach women who might need our support. I was relying on our teachers to do so, but I wasn't developing my own voice. And I didn't want to do so because I didn't like social media. I didn't want to be that person showing their life to everyone and constantly posting stories and being annoying or being kind of like a show-off personality. I had that kind of belief for myself. And he kindly pointed out to me that, of course, it's one way to look at it. But what we need is we need channels to reach people with our important message. And what that means is that through our efforts and talking about important subjects and sharing on social media, we might help people who are looking for such message to find resources. So how can I be running this company and not use such thing, such channel that helps us to reach those people? So I've, of course, been a devotional person I am. I've started working on my social media skills and especially in my belief around social media. So I already knew how powerful is embodiment for all things that, that are about changing perceptions and limiting beliefs. So I've started doing embodiment practices around becoming confident in front of camera, becoming comfortable with sharing on social media and embodying that feeling when I talk on social media. Understanding that, of course, there might be weirdos looking to that for that, at that content. There might be people I don't know and there might be people who don't care. But also there might be people who are really receiving value. So every time I now I speak on social media and now when I'm recording this podcast, same thing. I embody that feeling of nurturing, of sharing, sharing the value, sharing the value with those who need it. And the, the simple embodiment thing that um, kind of practice that I do every time before public speaking is that I close my eyes, I take a deep breath into my belly and I connect to my purpose and value, mission and message I want to share. And then I breathe out. That makes me relaxed and connected and I open my eyes and then I share. And every time I stumble, I do the same thing. So through embodiment practice around specifically social media sharing, now I'm comfortable. I don't have a script. I don't prepare much. Sometimes I do if it's like a complicated thing I need to talk about. But for example, for this podcast, I just wrote down four areas of my life I want to talk to and that's it. And I comfortably share from my space of connectedness and sharing value. And when I stumble or I need to think about what, what is it that I want to take, talk about next, I connect to my sexual energy center, my creative center, my pelvis and the answers come. That's what I do every time I have an Instagram live or any sorts of sharing. And 
specifically, of course, it's one thing to talk to talk in front of a microphone, but the other thing is to talk publicly on stage. And last year, summer 2023, I've been invited to a conference to talk about sexuality. And that was a tech conference, right? So other people there spoke about AI and about robotics and environment and Web3 and metaverse and all sorts of possible solutions for health crisis. Lots of things that are perceived as important and um, innovative. But I was there to talk about sex. And I wasn't there to talk about some sex robots or something like that. I was there to talk about how sexuality is affecting our health and wellness and how it is important to bring it into the wider conversation on wellness. So it was quite a different subject <laughs> to everything else. And I also was invited to that conference as a speaker just like a week and a half before, something like that. So we had no time to prepare. And I told my business partner, look, uh, there is no way we can prepare something. I don't want to be preparing because it will make me stressed. So let me just pick a subject, like an area and an angle that I feel like I'm comfortable talking about and just go with it. Because I knew if I start researching writing the script, I'll get stressed out and it's too short amount of a time for me to prepare. So I went with that and got my tickets, flew in and went on stage. And my room was the fullest among all the other rooms across two days. It's a tech conference on average visited by 5,000 people. And each room would have a few, from 50 to a few hundred people. So my room had 300 people. And people had to stand because there was not enough seating. And I haven't seen rooms as full as that one. Everyone wanted to hear about sex, of course. <laughs> it's way more fun than listening about AI and Web3. And uh, the the other room that was happening right at the same time was bigger because people thought that that conversation about AI or something like that was more interesting. And they gave it a bigger room, but there were like four people or something. I felt so bad. Anyway, I stepped on stage and I saw this full room and I didn't have notes or anything with me. I just took a microphone and I went into a state of flow. I connected to my belly now again because I've already been so trained in that embodiment. I embodied my, I embodied my confidence. I took a microphone and I felt that sense of ultimate connection to the audience like they were my friends. I could see their eyes. I could see their body posture. I was connected. And I gave my speech. It was 10 minutes of talking, about 9 minutes of meditation. And it felt so easy and smooth. I was in the flow. I didn't stumble a single time. Before, when I was practicing, I would stumble all the time. It was terrible. I was like, oh my God, how would I do that? I was stumbling and I was practicing and stumbling. And But on stage, it was perfect. If you are curious to watch that speech, um, it is called Shifting from Mundane Sex to Ecstatic States. It's about how to start reaching ecstatic states through sexuality at Toa Tech Open Air Berlin by Maria Grinina. It's on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, I just want to say that really I was so surprised how I got so connected to my power that when I'm there, when I need to perform, I can. 
never happened to me before. It was my biggest speech so far on stage. And that's a surprise that embodiment has given me. So in this podcast, I told you about how embodiment has changed my body, my weight, my shape, the way I look and feel like my sense of self-love and self-worth, my love, sex and relationships, my career, my business, my relationship to money, my relationship to stress management and my relationship to social media and public speaking. As I've previously mentioned, indeed, embodiment is something that can transform everyone's life in their own unique way. And the beauty of this practice is that it teaches you to connect to your intuition, to your essence, to your energy, and start embodying the energy you want and embodying the change you desire and start changing your life from within. And then the outside world catches up. That's why it's such a versatile practice and the practices that you do are very simple. Physically, they do not require a huge foundation. It's about breath, movement, intuition, connectedness and all of those things in between. And everyone can learn it, any age, any physical ability, any gender. So if you want to practice embodiment and experience its transformational power and learn more about it i invite you to join our 28 day challenge starting on the 11th of january in that challenge i'll be giving you live calls in which i'll be providing specific instructions and education and lots of recommendations and you'll meet the community and I'll also be giving you every day 5 to 15 minute practices that you can do at your own time, guided to really feel the change. And believe me, if you practice every single day and you will have the guidance, you will experience transformation. You will experience the change. There is no way you'll practice those things genuinely and not feel anything. For sure, you will feel the change. So if you want to transform your life, learn embodiment and feel how it starts changing you, join the challenge. I link it in the show notes. And of course, you can always reach out to me on Telegram through our community and learn a lot more on our website. That was me, Maria Grinina. I'm your host, the founder of Feel, and I'm looking forward to meeting you at one of our events at the 28 day challenge in our telegram group please do reach out provide any feedback and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the feminine power podcast